0: This is your EE Times Weekly Briefing. Today is Friday, February 8th, and these are the week's top stories. As Apple and Qualcomm ramp up their battle over patent licensing, Rick Merritt reports on a new battleground shaping up in San Diego. It's a fight over engineers. Apple's 500 plus person San Diego office is hiring cellular baseband engineers in Qualcomm's backyard. Junko Yoshida filed a blog on Huawei's media mess. She explains, To many Chinese, the rise of Huawei, against all odds, is the story of modern, post-Mao China, and of their own rise. Now is not the time to bundle all suspicions against the Chinese giant into one big Huawei scare story, she says. Hopefully, heterogeneous integration will soon become a vernacular as common as Moore's Law. We are talking about integrating separately manufactured silicon and non-silicon components into a higher-level system in the same three-dimensional system and package. European correspondent Nitin Dahad reports on its progress from the recent Semi-3D and Systems Summit held in Germany. You can read all of these stories and more at eetimes.com, but first, this week, EE Times launched a new special project examining the past and future of Nokia we explore what 5G and yet-to-be-defined 6G network infrastructure might look like. And, more to the point, what does it mean to the industry and to Nokia? Can Nokia redeem itself? Bolaji Ojo, AspenCore Media's global editor-in-chief, who wrote Nokia Bets All on 5G, joins me now to share his perspective. Bolaji, let's start with your selection for this special project. Why Nokia?
1: Even now, Nokia is a fascinating company. Its history tells us a lot about what is possible in this industry and what can quickly go wrong. The company came up very, very fast, lost its way, and it's now trying to come back up. So the story of Nokia is really the story of the electronics industry. It is about how companies can quickly become champions in their respective market segment and then fall. In the case of Nokia, it fell spectacularly. It is trying to come back up, but it is not the only company. If you really want to know and if you really want to understand what can happen to a leading enterprise in this market or in any segment of the economy, you should study the history of Nokia. It might just give you an understanding of why companies fail and why others just fail completely without even being able to come back again from the dead. And it might also give us an understanding of why others trip and then rise up again.
0: Now, their decision to get out of the handset business was, at the very least, a curious one. Uh, Was this the right move?
1: Getting out of the the mobile handset market was a tough decision on the part of Nokia. But I think, in the end, uh, it was probably the right move for them at that time. They had tripped. They had fallen so badly. uh, They had a fat target on their back the operating system that they were that they were championing at the time wasn't going to work the rest of the market was against them they wanted to make sure that Nokia did not continue to dominate the market. Uh, Apple's iPhone was coming off very rapidly. Other major players were entering that particular market segment. And, you know, the because Nokia had fallen so badly, it needed to quickly basically do what this company had done so many times in the past, which was renew itself. The problem this time around is that it's, it is taking Nokia a very long time, much longer than I think in the past, to find its footing. And again, this time around, it all Also, uh, it is looking at the same segment of the economy. It is looking in the high-tech market, the electronics market, to redeem itself. Whether this will work or not, I don't know, because it, I think, depends on what happens to the competition also. And then, um, of course, also the landscape has changed quite dramatically from what Nokia faced in the past.
0: Could 5G uh, be the market where Nokia redeems itself?
1: Is 5G going to be Nokia's redemption? I doubt it. You know, for one simple reason, the market landscape has changed. Of of course, the company is going to be a major player. It's going to be one of the top players in this market segment, but it's not going to dominate uh, quite as... um, as much as it did uh, in the mobile handset market when it was at the top of the market. You know, there are so many factors at play here. You know, China is a major rising power. Um, of course, Europe too, you know, which Nokia dominates currently, is also going to continue to be a big player here. The problem is the geopolitical landscape, you know, where company uh, governments are getting involved in determining who sells uh, this critical communications equipment in their, uh, into, their, into their markets. You know, as much as the West may want to keep Chinese companies out, it is such a huge local market that I don't see any major player in this, in this industries succeeding without having a, a good presence, a strong presence in China. Whatever the rest of the world does to Chinese companies outside of China will probably uh, be what China does to, you know, foreign companies also playing in that market, which is going to be a problem for um, manufacturers like like Nokia.
0: Ultimately, uh, can Nokia come back?
1: Nokia can come back. It can come back. But... There are challenges, of course, on the way. It will become, and it will be a leading player in the in the 5G sector. But it's, is it going to be the top player? I doubt it. You know, the market where Nokia plays right now in the West is a huge market, but it's not going to be. It's not going to have the growth prospect that China has. And in China. Nokia and any of its competitors are going to have to face the, the the local Chinese companies. Nokia has made some very good moves in the last years. They bought Alcatel-Lucent, which has positioned them as a major supplier to companies in the West and uh, and government also. It's also going to be a major supplier to uh, come to the, the to the services sectors, to banking, finance, uh, insurance, uh, all of these new areas where companies are beginning to set up their own internal networks so as to make sure that these networks are secured against uh, against, uh, data theft and things like that. However, uh, China remains a huge market, and any company that wants to have a good global base will have to have, will have to succeed in China also. So what will it take for Nokia to truly succeed? It has to become a really global player. It has to be a global player and not and not be seen just merely as a Western company.
0: Ojo, thanks as always. This has been your weekly briefing from EE Times and the AspenCore Global Service. Thanks for listening.